Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back. You are listening to the finale of this season's Bachelorette coverage on the Bachelor Lifestyle, courtesy of theballerlifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner, joined as always by the real expert here, Jason Stewart. Jason. What do you think of that finale? Hello, everybody. Um, let's we could, we'll talk about the finale in, in a minute. I have a, one thought because it's um, it's right in front of me. I I started watching this Field of uh, Dreams game, right? So yeah. um, if we're recording this, you know, Thursday afternoon, um, a couple a couple early thoughts. They have this dramatic thing with Kevin Costner at the very beginning. Where he, where he comes out of the cornfield and just starts walking the field. Did he have his toupee on? Of course um, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And he, he starts walking the field. And I guess like his father did or the players did in the movie, whatever. So um, it, I could I could see why like Wyatt Earp and The Postman were like five-hour movies. Like this guy... This guy is in a hurry, this guy is in no hurry to do anything. So loves the attention. Yeah. So by the time this podcast is launched, if it's on Friday morning, I think I think Costner's still he's still walking the outfield <laughs> and they haven't started the game yet. Um and harsh words for a fellow Cal State Fullerton yeah, Exactly, alum. exactly. So and one other thing, um, you know, everything is like supposed to be kind of like old school, old uniforms, shoeless Joe Jackson, all this stuff. Um there's a jumbotron in left field. Well, yeah. I mean, people have a certain expectation of what they're going <laughs> to get when they buy a ticket. You think this? You think that people could, for three and a half hours of their yeah. lives, just go, watch the game. Go, go without some massive electronic uh, version of, of you know who's up and what the score is? But anyways, uh, those are those are my two thoughts as this uh, podcast airs. So um, here's the deal. Um, I. I was. This was the most underwhelming um, season of this franchise. It was there. There just was no there there with the uh, the last few episodes. Totally. It, it ended weird. Um, I mean, there's some stuff to talk about for sure, but just in general, man, this uh, this season, and maybe it's be- I don't know that they have to do fucking two bachelorettes uh, before the calendar year ends. So maybe it's just like, they're just pushing shit through and they don't care about stuff. But like, I don't know. It just wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't as enjoyable and it it just, I I don't know. There just wasn't any meat there. Like we said last week, um, you know, once it started going to hometowns and stuff and people's feelings started really getting hurt and it became like a drama fest, there's nothing really to make fun of. There's, there's, you know, it's hard to laugh. And that's what this podcast is about. This podcast certainly isn't about 
um, hoping two people fall in love. It's it's all the other stuff, you know. They really set the season up, and throughout the season, it they really were going for a girl power vibe and empowering women season, and it was very over the top. N- n- not. Nope. At no time in the season more so than at the end of the season. This, this whole Greg thing, as you know, I picked him to win the bachelor on the first episode of the show. And every season we talk about this show, any of the, any of the either bachelor or bachelorette, you are always quick to point out that this person's a plant. This person's a paid actor. This person is brought in to just stir it up, whether it's Chad or Katie, what's her name? The other Katie was, was she called Katie from last season? Yes, yeah. Um, this season it was Carl. And for the first time ever, I'm kind of siding with you. It very much feels like Greg was hired, cast, to play a role on this show, to play the front runner, then become jilted at the end of the season and become the villain in order to empower our bachelorette as the, as the empowered strong woman that they portrayed her at this season. Jason, what do you think? Yeah, because, I mean, there's something, um, you know, you and I don't deal in spoilers. And we, don't. We, don't, we don't traffic in a lot of the um, the stuff on social media. So that th- there's ba- there's two, two um, separate parts of this phenomenon. There's the actual broadcast that airs, and then there's the, the spoilers and social media stuff that goes on that you and I don't traffic in. So I feel like maybe you and I missed out on a big chunk of this, like – Reality Steve would probably be a good guy to have on right now because I'm guessing based on the uh, the exchange between Greg and Katie, there was something that was found out on social media, yeah. something that he admitted to or something, whatever, that that did insinuate that there were acting classes and him wanting to be an actor or what have you. But um, I didn't catch any of that. And the problem is uh, the show almost the way they edited the ending it was it's almost like they assumed their their entire broadcast audience was all up on all the spoilers and all the, all the social media stuff because that there was an like an inferred thing going in i didn't i didn't know where the hostility was coming from with katie i think that on the watch back maybe maybe greg was a little too harsh at the end but i don't think he was that harsh i think her ego and her feelings were hurt and she lashed out with her fiance backstage. She's yeah. screaming at the guy for being an asshole uh, to her um, and breaking her heart, which was just, which is a weird one. But I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that Greg. This is a, this would have been, would have been a very long con, and it it it, it would have been an itch, itch. I mean, the plants are usually so stupidly obvious to me right. because because they're there to strictly um you know inject drama and confusion greg was just playing it straight the whole time and then i thought last week as i explained on the podcast i thought he was kind of justified 
in how he reacted. Like I thought his point, him saying, look, I've, I've, you know, poured out my heart to you. I said, you're, you're the, the missing void in my heart. And you're telling my family I'm the front runner who will definitely get a rose to overnight dates. Like I thought that was a pretty good point. I didn't, I didn't think that, that he was acting in the moment, but you think he was, I just, I don't know. I mean, I just think that he, it just felt scripted the whole thing. I will say this, even if, even if he wasn't, doesn't matter to me. I think that the way this played out really had the opposite effect one. And I don't want to be this guy, but I have to be in this situation. It needs to be pointed out. This could never, were the roles reversed, this could never happen. And it happens every season. There is always a contestant that says, I am not getting what I need from you. I'm out of here. If you don't tell me the things I need to hear, I have to leave. Greg does that. And all of a sudden he's this big asshole. He's a gaslighter. He's, you know, he's selfish. He's not taking into account her position of having to date four guys at the same time. And she can't tell you she loves you because she's not going to tell anybody that she loves him and all these things. If this were a woman in the same position, the man would not be the sympathetic figure in the same way that Katie was, right? Correct. Uh, there's a double standard and I, I, I'm not even sure that I would even argue that there shouldn't be a double standard. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But the, the thing is like, I honestly, um, think that Greg thought that she could just like say, I love you and, and suffice him in that moment. Not only because that's what you do in real life and you express your feelings, but other subjects of the show have done it this have done that yes. like yeah. there have been like we we talked about this there have been uh subjects that have told multiple women they're in love with them yes before the beginning pr- with ben proposal Higgins. episodes right so it's like to me she stuck to the guns and played the and played by the rules sure and then she admits the other night and i don't think she was she's genuine when she says this i don't think that she was genuine when she tells greg I I did not know in that moment who I was going to choose and there were still two other guys out there. I don't think she I don't I don't think that's true. I think she says it now to kind of, of like, to kind of stick it stick the knife in a little bit deeper, but I I really think that at that time she had Greg and she thought Greg and her were going to be engaged. Yes. And for some weird reason, she stuck to the rules of the game, which is I can't tell a guy that I love him yet. We still haven't played out the game yet. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Jason, she settled. Katie said, told she's doing that thing where she's like, Oh, I'm very, I'm so happy now. Look how happy I am. We banged a whole bunch of times in the, fantasy suite like this is (laughs) i got my man and it's just like too much this is just like when you break up with somebody and the next thing you know they're the person you're with is like overly (laughs) excited about the new person they're with it's just not believable she's and and she's trying to have it both ways she's like my heart was broken you broke my heart 
you gaslit me, you broke my heart, but actually I wanted to be with Blake the whole time anyway, which is it? It can't be both. And, and But that's kind of my point, and we'll, we'll get into that to her and, and Blake. That last part isn't totally true. Like, she admitted, and the way that she acted on the show, that she didn't know it was Blake until that very last episode when when uh when he met her parents or whatever it was like like it, it she did not know who she was going to pick once greg left well right because i mean cause her, she thought on. she thought greg was was going to be engaged i yeah. thought, thought he was gonna be the yeah. one and then she thought that she could have a real good time with blake in the fantasy suite that's what why she brought him on the show um and then justin was 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 pure um, what do you call it? He actually, he nailed what his role was on the show. And what, what was the word that he used exactly? Justin, uh, when he was know, asking her, episode. Yeah. no, he's like, it just seemed like I was the, uh, I was like the stand in just the, the guy he, that you brought along for the ride. This, this <laughs> is what you said. He, he was there cause he's easy to get rid of. That's why he was there. Yeah. And if, and, and I think a cynical person, a, a real cynical asshole would say, that you know, with the w- white subject uh, bringing along a person of color to the final two uh, was was significant because I don't think we've seen that. But that that's that's way too oh, cynical. Yeah, um, I'm just, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, so um, so I'm all over the place, but I think that she just assumed it was going to be her and Greg, and she had given him enough reassurance, but she wasn't going to tell him what he wanted to hear to stick to the rules of the game. She lost that little bout, and then she did decide on Blake, I think, in the last two, and now they're engaged, and it will likely not not go very far. I think they're, they're very in lust with each other, sure. and they're going to love being famous together, but I, I, I don't see the future. But um, it was just the way this whole thing played out was like, I guess I guess she's just assuming that Blake is just kind of the simple guy that that we've always said he is like he's a nice guy i think you called him like eye candy or something uh last week he's a good looking dude he's got a great smile but he's not it doesn't seem to not it doesn't seem very bright so i guess she thinks that uh i could have blake backstage listening to me um have a real huge axe to grind with a boyfriend that really jilted me and i'm gonna like she was like overboard and how pissed off she was and jilted totally and heartbroken and like accusing him of all these things that as i'm sitting there i'm like he wasn't doing any of that i don't think he was i think he i think he was looking for something he didn't he didn't get it at the end which is a great reason to not want to be with somebody it, it happens every season it happens every season yes this yes. isn't a new development yes it doesn't make him a bad person because he didn't get the reaction that he wanted. Some, and, and yes, Greg went a little bit crazy. But somebody does that every season because they think that's the genius of the show when it used to be good. They think they're dating someone. And then <laughs> right. they realize, oh, wait, this person I'm dating is dating three other dudes. I'm gonna, I've, I've suddenly lost my mind. And it happens no matter whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It happens every season. It's not a new development, but it doesn't make the person this gaslighter, villain, horrible. No. Somebody with horrible intentions the whole time. I mean, he seemed, whether or not he was acting, he seemed pretty into it to me the whole season. And what she had implied was, 
you know, Katie is very, very much traffics in the stuff that we don't. Like Katie is, she She's was the one that found Blake and got up in his DMs or the yep. other way around yep. to, to get him on the show in the first place. Yep. And then after the show, I have a feeling she was just like in all of the blogs and in, in all of the mess. And I'm guessing, and again, reality Steve could could have clarified this, I guess. I guess there were some stories about Greg getting into an acting coach or going to Los Angeles or wanting to to use this platform to whatever. Um, That's everybody. That's everybody on the everybody show. Everybody on the show does it. Yes. Um, so, but to me, it was, I, I thought, and it was, I thought it was a very convenient thing. If she had read that he was taking acting classes, she could use all of this against him. And this is, this is a, uh, this is two straight seasons now where someone has has gone on to the um, the final rose the live final row show and just gotten humiliated by the subject. Like our Rachel, the the racist um, who yep. went to the plantation party. Yeah, um, she went on with Matt last year and was just humiliated by him. He he, yep. would, he would not let up. He would not give her any kind of room at all. Uh, for sympathy or anything like that, and I was, I I felt bad for the girl, and then this time around, I feel bad for Greg. I I thought that like, because be, just I think because of what you just said earlier, um, with the female empowerment thing, like he's got nowhere to stand. Like no, yeah. at that point, he he couldn't fight back and no. and be as aggressive with her in the moment because then he really looks like the asshole. So we just kind of had to sit there and take it and then just be like, you're not right. Like not, none of that happened. I'm sorry that you feel that way. And then when he says, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you found someone. Yes. She, at that, at that point, it's like, she, she could have like let up or whatever, but she's like, yeah, well, I found somebody, but, but, but and then he's just yeah. having a conniption on his ass. Because he's, he's basically like, well, yeah, like I was hurt. And I wasn't getting what I needed from you and I left, but that worked out because you ended up right. with the person you wanted to be with. And she's like, that's right. I did. I definitely did. That's why I'm out here yelling at you for 45 minutes. Like imagine you're Blake backstage. You got to be checking your watch going, hold on a second. Like, wait, what did I sign up for? I thought, I thought it was about me. Like he barely gets mentioned. I think that there was like a, a like I said, I mean, they're counting on Blake just kind of being a, a ditz, and yeah. and he was um, totally. I mean, he came out. That this is this is the weird thing about um, how the producers decided to introduce everybody. Um, she brought out Justin or whatever the the forgotten third person in this whole thing. Yeah, that was that was early on in the episode, and then after they they went to the actual New Mexico footage of her. And Blake, like, working everything out and then being engaged and having, like, really kind of, they could have ended the show on a real positive note and just brought Blake on and, and then talked about uh, BIP and then they're, 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 they go into the sunset. What they did was they showed her get a ring from Blake and this big emotional positive thing. And then they're like, when we return... Greg is coming on the stage. It's like, so we're just going to like, we're going to completely like bring it down and dramatic. And the producers knew that 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 was going to be the selling point of this entire finale because it was pretty lame. Yeah, it was, it was super lame. I just, 
this whole show is just, it's so sad anymore. It's just, they have huge agendas. It, th- this season really missed Chris Harrison. Like we talked about last week. I don't want to be this guy, but somebody needs to talk about Caitlin. Her face, her whole face was completely paralyzed yeah. in that after the final rose, like she couldn't, she was incapable of showing emotion with her face. It was so toxed. She, uh, she, you know, very much looks like a porcelain doll. Yes. And then she had the bronzer going where she Big was time. almost as dark as Tasha. Um, yes. and, but, and, and, you know, Harrison was corny and he was so, you know, freaking cheesy and, and easy to make fun of. So we missed right. that part of him, but he was also like a pro and that he took control of these interviews. Yes, he did. Like he, he would, he would interject and he would try to get him back on track and shit. Um, Caitlin he's, a pro- and Tasha, he's a professional host. That's right. that's an underrated skill. Caitlin and Tasha, this is what happened. Um, let's introduce Greg. He comes out. There's a very cold welcome, no hug. He's got his hands in his pocket. She just sits down. And this was the question. Caitlin says, um, I did not expect that. And that was it. And then and then <laughs> right, uh right. and then um Katie and Greg do their dramatic arguing for the next 10 minutes. And Tasha and Caitlin just sat there and, and looked like models. Like <laughs> there wasn't any, uh, no one took control right. of the situation yeah. to, to either like, I don't know. Steer I, the conversation in a right. positive direction. Yeah. Right. To, to, I mean, to save Greg. Right. Um, that's what, I, that's what I thought was missing. Like, dude, you have two women here. All it takes is one of them to, 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 at least ask a different question or pose something that like saves Greg in this moment. Cause he just had to sit there and take it. And then the two women are just sitting there with smiles on their faces. It was just really weird. Yeah. It was super weird. Um, what did we think about that date? The date between Blake and Katie where they went like paint balloon throwing <laughs> and they, but they weren't even like trying to avoid being hit by each other's. It's like not like one was chased. They were just basically standing in front of each other. Right, right. Um, the that's that again was a weird thing about the format of the show. So, uh, Greg leaves us last week. We're down to two people. We started the show not knowing if Katie was going to continue because the last thing she said on camera last week was book me a flight home. I'm waiting. So this week we were like, what's going on? Tasha and Caitlin pull the two guys aside and say, here's the deal. Greg's been sent home, but Kate, Katie wants to stay. Um, which tells me it's like, what do you mean? She wants to stay. (laughs) That that obviously means that, uh, that, that she's not into either of us. If if there was a (laughs) contemplation that she's leaving. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That was kind of weird. Yeah. But again, Blake is a dit. So he didn't really get the subtext. (laughs) I love that. Of of all this. So, um, and then, yeah, then, so Blake has the date and Blake, um, because it's just the two of them, he met the mother after the date, but they had a, a painting, uh, competition or whatever the hell, a paintball competition or something where they just threw, uh, paint at each other in balloons, yeah, and balloons and whatnot, and then it looked, it looked like the Don Fry Sakuraba fight. YouTube, <laughs> where they just right. it's, a, 
you it's a you or a MMA fight where they just stand in the corner pounding each other in the face for like five minutes. Right. And then um so whatever that date was, and then Blake goes and he gets um he he meets her mother and then her fast aunt. forwarded that. Yeah. You fast forwarded the aunt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I fast forwarded oh, all man. through that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Because I knew who's going to win already. I was like, this is just, they're just going to be talking. What What do I need to know from dude, that? The aunt was a ball buster, man. Well, she, always, since there was no dad, they needed yeah. somebody to play bad cop. She, But the aunt was not letting up. Like, you could tell. She's like, hey, if, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a man in this family, you need to know how to handle the women. And, um, and like, she was like all over him. Like, Blake just isn't smart. He, Blake was just hoping to get in, give them that big Canadian smile. And then they would fall in love with him. And then the blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, this aunt was asking him like substantive questions, like really hard questions. Like where are you guys going to live after? And uh, what, like when you got, you know, when you guys get out of this fantasy world where everything's hunky dory, like, what are you going to do when, when things go wrong? And he just had, he was just like hit between the eyes. And, um, and he came out of that, that uh, session with the aunt just completely perplexed. Like she never even let up at the end, like, oh man, but you seem like a really good guy. I hope things work out. She just, she basically just left him (laughs) sitting there completely like stunned. Um, and the mother was, was hard, but she ended up like embracing the guy, but I was always goes. Yeah. So, um, they kind of walk away from this family session, um, with, Blake being the guy and she like at that point Katie's like I just realized tonight that Blake's the guy because he oh I guess up until now remember he he he's only been on the show like for four shows because he joined uh midstream oh he oh had, you're gonna this is the quote I wrote down well no no I, maybe, oh. maybe you have something different but he yeah. hasn't told her that he's in love with her or falling in love with her and he takes this very circuitous um scenic route way of telling her uh, finally that he kind of has yeah, feelings for her that. and that's that. all she needed to hear that that, yeah, that was yeah. it and then blake's the guy that means she doesn't need to do the overnights with uh with justin I, what, so, what, what quote did you read right so no so bef- just before the date actually she's like i'm i'm just excited to move on and i want to go on this date with blake and I, you know, I just want to clear my head and it'll be good to be on a date with Blake. And then she goes, because Blake has always been there for me. You've known him like (laughs) 12 days. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's always been there for her. He's always always been there for you. You just, you just met the guy. He hasn't even been on the whole season. He's been on a third of the season. He's been on a third of the season. And I mean, and I think the one thing she's um, referring to is one thing that you and I gave him credit for. I don't know if it was his idea. Oh, the, tells yeah. me the producer, but him, the same him holding up him, yeah, yeah. the John Cusack boombox yeah. bo- boom thing. That's the one thing that he did. So I guess that qualifies as he's always been there for me. Always, um, yeah. And so, yeah, the chronology, I guess, of the episode is is foggy to me, but it sounds like you know, because there's always a buildup to the overnights, you know, so they did their paintball date and then they yeah. had a discussion and then they had their overnights. They obviously um, had sex because Katie admitted to Caitlin the next day 
that um, she was satisfied multiple times for whatever reason. They don't have Tasha on the couch having this conversation with Katie. And it kind of goes back to um, when Katie was talking about how the guys tell her about how often they masturbate. And and, uh, Tasha was kind of like given that gesture of like plugging her ears. And she said something to like – into Jesus's ears or something weird. I was going like to say, that. isn't she kind of religious? Yeah, no, no, obviously yeah. because she they didn't have her sitting in for the post overnight uh, com- conversation where Kate, when she loves that shit, so she was into it. Right, um, she's and, sex positive. They're yeah, both for, sex positive. That's right. why they were both there together. Yeah, they're like Tasha, sit this one out. Um, yeah. Sex is going to be talked about, and then so you know, Katie admits satisfied many times, and Blake's the guy. He's the one that I see spending my my life with. And then Caitlin's like, okay, well, Justin's still here. <laughs> so yeah. it was like yeah. at that point, Katie's like, uh, yep. So at that point, they the sad part with Justin here yeah. is like they go to him being like, looking forward to this tonight. Definitely gonna do the overnight suite. Totally. You know, spend that extra yeah. that extra time with Katie. But he knew to know her. I don't, he knew. Th- I don't think he did. Yeah. Well, and that is true because they, they asked him uh, later, they're like, if I think it was at after the final rose, they're like, if if um Greg hadn't have left, do you or, do you think you would have had a better chance? And he's like, Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, Oh buddy, that's like, there was one less. She would, if Greg hadn't have left, she would have picked Greg guy. It gave you a, it went from a 33% chance to a 50% chance. And you still didn't get picked. Like that's not the way it works. And, and, uh, so like I said, um, you know, so Katie basically pulls him aside and says, it wouldn't be fair to do an overnight date. I I've, I've fallen in love with Blake and he feels the same way. And thank you for doing this. And you were great. Was Justin like not fair to who? Cause it'd be, well, no, it'd it, still it, be totally fair to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, we can still do this. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind. Yeah. Hey, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so uh, Justin like in his was, he stayed on brand the entire show. He was just as stoic and unemotional yeah. on the way out yeah, as totally. he was the entire season. Uh, he was, he really was a, I, I keep, there's one word that I keep thinking of that I can't, I, it's not coming to mind. He, he just was, he was just there. He yeah. was a, he was a wallflower the entire yes. time who had painting skills. He wasn't a bad guy. Yeah, he wasn't very interesting. It was yes. just, he just, she just carried him along. And, uh, and he basically, I guess after watching it back, called her out on that. And was like, it just seemed like I was, I was there by de- that's what he said. I was there by default. That's what right. he said. And uh, right. and placeholder. Like, and she's like, "Oh no, you weren't there by default." Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. In, in Katie's defense, she and it was and it would be hard to react to, but that time they were on a one-on-one, and she told him the story of her sexual assault, and he was just like, "Oh, that must have been like his reaction was like." pretty wooden and laconic like right. didn't like he just didn't know how to react and just how to give anything in that moment and i was like oh this guy not, might not be ready for marriage right yeah th- and that was our takeaway right so it's yeah. like yeah. um nice enough guy i don't think he's bachelor material um i definitely I don't, he doesn't have the personality i don't know if he's if the bachelor is even going to be from this season they might punt it to the fall season i don't know 
Uh, um, people loved Andrew, but the problem is there's going to be another season, but no one's going to watch. I don't even think we cover it. No one's going to watch this Michelle season. No one's going to watch it. The Michelle season um, reminds me of the Tasha, not Tasha. Was it Tasha? The third season of American Idol was the uh, what Fantasia. Was the, Fantasia. It reminds me yeah. of the Fantasia season of American Idol and that like uh, the first season was it just blew doors like everybody in the world was watching the first season. And yeah. then the second season was huge because uh, what's the name? Clay Aiken took the world by storm. He did. Uh, he, he did. They loved Clay Aiken. And then, I mean, from my perspective, this is going to be every season of American Idol because I've never seen an episode, but continue. But yeah, those who have seen American Idol, at least were in it on the early days could relate. Like the first season was such a juggernaut and then they 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 uh, came back and did a second season that was even better because Clay Aiken was big, and then the the kind of the bigger uh, the chunkier black guy won. Who I've been stuttered. I don't even know if he's still he's. He's, he he's with us any, any longer. Did he die? I don't know. But oh. anyways, Ruben stuttered one, but Clay Aiken was kind of the the uh, you know captured the hearts of the country. Well, American Idol, the producers are like, shit, this is too big of a show to do once a year. Um, yeah. So they just they just kind of like um, shoehorned Fantasia's season right behind the Ruben stuttered season, and it was just like the uh, yeah. the uh, American audience was just like too much. There's there is such thing as too much of a good thing. Like you you have to give us some time, some build up. You have to give totally. us some time to miss this thing. Got to let it and, breathe. And this thing, there's no breathing with the Bachelor. We went. Um, we're we're gonna go from uh, Katie VIP starts next week, and then Michelle in the fall, and and then yeah. shortly thereafter, it always starts in early January. The Bachelor does. VIP starts next week. Oh yeah, it's oh it's, my god. Oh yeah, they're they're a break here. <laughs> Yeah. Are, uh, and by, by the way, like all of our guys from this season are in it. Um, oh, I was going to go. I was going to go yeah. through the cast, but but let me interject quickly. Ruben stuttered still alive. OK, well, good. For the, good. I'm for the people. I'm yeah. so happy for, for Ruben. Um, yeah. So um, to kind of button up this episode, it was yeah. weird. Blake and Katie are for now a couple. I haven't trafficked in the uh, in spoilers, so maybe they're not together, but it looks like sure. they are. And then, It'll be a while. It usually takes a, three or right. four months, right? Because yeah. because Blake doesn't give a shit. Like no. it, the, if he just wants to ride out this this famous thing for a while, I think they're both on board for that. Um, Greg got shit on, and yeah. and I I would like if we had Steve on to, t- to that. Like what's what's become of him? What's the latest with him? I don't know what what the rumors were or anything like that. Um, and that's about it. Um, so. Blake and Katie were the the winners. I think Katie. I thought she looked bad, and that she um, she obviously told the producers, "I'm going to go off on Greg." So uh, put it at the most the utmost time in the show for the ratings, yeah. and um, and I felt bad for the guy because he was just getting getting crushed and had to take it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Bachelorette season, Katie over. She doth protest too much, in my opinion. A couple more things here before we sign off. If I'm going to give it to Caitlin's face equally in in the spirit of equal time, after that, um, after that paintball date, there the <laughs> in the interview portion, Blake, who is handsome and also very jacked, he's fit. The guy, he does his squats. He doesn't miss leg day. 
He does, you know, overhead press, bench <laughs> press, probably knows his way around a kettlebell. But my man is shaving the old chest. And that is a, just an interesting look because he had chest stubble all over his chest. It, but, it, but you could tell he wasn't like super hairy. He just likes to keep it manicured on the chest. Did you notice that? And what were your thoughts? Yeah, this is where this is look. This is kind of your wheelhouse. You really like you'll notice uh, eyebrows and you'll, you'll yep. notice things yeah. like that. Pay I, attention. I typically gloss over that. My my thing is, and is this just a known thing? Like if you shave your chest, you je- you're definitely completely shaved or waxed in all wow. pubic regions, right? Everywhere. Yeah, you keep it. You keep it real clean. I don't see. I don't have a hairy chest. I have a pretty smooth chest, but if I had a hairy chest, I imagine I would just leave it. Yeah, I as mean, it is. I personally, I'm a man, so I do have. Right. A, you know, I'm 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 a real man, so I have I have a lot of hair uh, everywhere, right. and I I leave it be. Um, who's who's the, who? Who's the ultimate man? Oh, you're you're going to be bad at answering this question, so Tom I'll answer Selleck, it for you. Uh, Tom Selleck, right? Yeah, oh yeah, Magnum PI. Well, I mean, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds, another one spread on Playgirl. Uh, he right. he right. had hair in every nook. It looked right and cranny. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting. It's a millennial thing. You know. It's hey to each his own. So if, um, if I had, by the way, if I had Blake's uh, body, you know, if I had his youth in his body, I, yeah. I probably I might do much more grooming. I would be I would be without my shirt on a lot. I don't know if I would yeah. own a shirt. Right. Um, but just to sum up Blake's uh, season on The Bachelorette, he joins midstream because he met some chick on on the DMs. He just kind of um, went through the motions. A producer gave him a great idea to do this John Cusack thing from Say Anything from a movie that was before he was born. And then um, he sat there and didn't care when his when the person he was about to propose to said, I almost went home after Greg yeah. left. Yes. Um, he, he, he just, he just let that one go. And I had, then- m- meaning I had no intention <laughs> of picking you, Blake. Right. Like I don't, didn't, it never crossed my mind that I would yeah. choose you. But right. then when I was forced to not pick who I was definitely going to choose, yeah. I reconsidered you and I guess we're together now, but that's really what I wanted to do all along. And, Continue. And- and if that wasn't um, if that wasn't degrading enough, I'm also going to go on the live after the rose and throw a tissy fit um, against the ex boyfriend while you're there in backstage, just kind of watching it and and seeing how things go with, with my ex boyfriend. Um, so that was Blake's turn on the show, and he obviously doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, okay, Bachelor in Paradise is coming up next week. Apparently, I've got the initial cast here. Aaron, the sociopath that only cares about everybody else's business, good. is there. He's gonna be. He's gonna be really policing the right reasons. <laughs> he's good TV, man. He, yeah, yeah. I, he, you know, he's yeah. He oh, he's overly concerned about other people's feelings, so he he wants to keep everyone in check. Yeah, um, Abigail, the hearing impaired girl from Matt's season, is gonna be there. That's She's right. interesting. Brendan, was he this season? Brendan, the hockey player? No, different Brendan. I think this guy was maybe last season. He looks familiar. He's got a manicured beard, kind of curly hair. Okay. He might be a Tasha season guy. Oh, no, he was. This, this is the, um, 
He's the guy from Boston, the roofer from Boston. Oh, of course. Yeah. He yeah. made a deep I run. Him. I like yeah. him. Um, Connor Catman, the bad kisser. Oh, he's in it. Okay. Yes. Deandra. I don't remember her. She might be a Matt season girl. She has um, the first nighter. Could be. She's she's black or she's mixed race. She has braids. She's pretty. Uh, Ivan from Tasha's season. He made a deep run. He actually got, he's the jilted one from. I was going to say, Tasha's I think he season. was like, he made second or third. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he was there. Um, James, that's the Boston guy from this, yep, season. this season. He came, I he, liked him. He came out in a, in a gift box. On right. And then, and then he was turtleneck with gold chain over the turtleneck guy, which was a fire look. Um, Jasenia, that might, she might be, yeah, oh yeah, she was last season. She's the one that got shit on for no reason. <laughs> like she, she hadn't done anything wrong and everyone's like, she's here for the wrong reasons. And she had to have like a sit down with somebody. I, I, I remember her being like very thoughtful. I remember her actually yes. having some, some, uh, some smart things to say. Okay. Jasenia. Yeah. Yes. Um, Joe, that's a, that's a blast from the past. I believe he's the grocer. Joe, oh, the grocer oh, from yeah, he, Chicago. He, yeah, he definitely likes being on TV. Yeah, who was he? This has to be a long... se- this is his second VIP, right? Oh, he hooked up with the taxidermy chick that I liked. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I liked her so much. I don't recall her name. Um, Carl, the plant from this season. Kelsey, yep. blonde white girl. I mean, she could be anybody. I have no idea. Who this she has is. to be her second VIP too, right? Probably. I don't know. I've, she, she literally had, rings zero bells with me. Um, Kenny, the boy band manager. It's, I mean, this, this guy just reeks of, of douchebag. And he, I think he said that they said that he was like 34 or something. And when both of us were like, no, like reverse those numbers. He's, he's in his forties. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's lying about his age. I think he's, what did he say? No, he said he was like, I don't remember. Hold on. I'm going to click his I'm way click younger his than, than, than he actually Let's is. Click it. Let's click it. Uh, it just says season 16, Claire Crowley doesn't, I mean, that's, that's the, the extent of his biography. <laughs> right. Um, let's see here. Who else? Ma- Mari. I don't, she's very cute. I have no idea who she is. Yeah. You remember her. She, um, she was on Matt's season. She's a, a former beauty queen, oh. obviously an Instagram star, probably right. very, very cute. Uh, um, right. I want to say she, yeah, she's a, a, a Latina, but she, she was sweet. She was nice enough, but easy to look at. Uh, I remember her. She, she was good. Um, yes. Uh, okay. Who else? I don't Marissa, remember Marissa. Marissa. I don't know her no idea. Natasha. I remember her. Is she the one that drove stick? Um, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember her at all. Noah, no recollection. This is what that's what his name should <laughs> Noah, be. Noah, Noah idea yeah. who he is. Yeah. Um, Serena, she's a Matt season girl. Oh, she might have been the one. No, she's she's the Asian girl that just like lingered. She was like, oh, she's still here. She was a shit stirrer too, though. She uh, she really got into the drama of the house. I liked her. She uh, she'll be good TV. Um, yeah. Another. Oh yeah, there were two Serenas. One one was in the second group of girls, I think. This this Serena Pitt. She made it to the final four. She was the Canadian. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is she the one that almost killed him on ATVs? No. I don't think it was okay. her, but okay. Um, Tajwan, she was there last season. She's good. Tammy, no, she, was, she was good. Colton's season. She goes back a ways. 
That's right. That's what I meant. Tammy, no clue. Wait, are nope. you sure Tajwan's Colton season? I'm clicking it. I'm looking at the bio. Yeah, Colton Underwood. Colton Underwood. You're a good call. Um, Tammy, no remembrance. Trey, he's this season. He's the guy we, that came out in the balls. We, we liked Trey yeah. as being a good guy, but he spent the entire season as a right reasons police. He, yeah. That's yeah. all he was. He was very interested in, in everybody getting a fair shake as opposed to him just taking over and, and winning the bachelorette. Yeah. Um, Victoria. There's two Victorias, neither of whom all. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be good. It's always good. It's Wait the best. a minute. Wait a minute. Do these, when they uh, announce these cast members, are they not account for, a, they must not because um, who was the guy that got uh, his, who got completely libeled and his name run through the mud this past season for just for admitting that he may have thought about doing the bachelor after the bachelorette. Oh yeah. Uh, he'll definitely be there. He, he, I he is there. Yeah. I saw him in the, in the, in the uh, commercial. And then what's her face who, um, who became the first gay woman to be on bachelor in paradise. She's back making out with dudes. Um, who, Oh, Demi? The one that got Carbone in trouble. Yes, Demi. Why is she back? Yeah, it's like, talk about, we're we're about done with Demi. She's like the Nick Vile of females. Like, she could go away. I mean, she's already done three seasons. Yes, and it's like, she's not, she's just kind of lingering. She's like, just like talking shit on people and tattling. Like, she makes the season, she makes everything about her. Right, I mean- but the whole thing was that she was the first to come out as gay on the show, and now she's making she was making out with multiple dudes in the uh, in the in the trailer. Oh, really? Well, maybe it'll be a better season then. All right, we appreciate you all you guys listening. This wasn't our favorite season, obviously. It was pretty uneventful. I'm glad you guys <laughs> hung with us. Bachelor in Paradise will definitely be be better. Uh, We'll obviously be covering that for Jason Stewart, who always brings it. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the finale of Katie's season of The Bachelorette from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next time, next season. 